God loves to do some new things in our lives. If you don't like the way your life has been going, do something new. Allow God to do something new and exciting in your life. Healthy Ways to Express Your Emotions, Part 5. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television and those of you joining us online at brothersoftheword.com or social media. Welcome to today's service. Always a wonderful delight and joy to have you to tune in and worship with us. I would like to share just a little humor. A patient about to go in for surgery at a small hospital, he was very nervous. And noticing his concern, the head surgeon kind of quietly walked up to him and said, he said, don't worry. He said, in all of my experience as a surgeon, only one other patient has died. Really, the patient replied. He was already beginning to feel a little reassured. How many other patients have you had? You're my second, the (laughs) surgeon replied. (laughs) Well, we have been having a lot of fun. Uh, We've been sharing healthy ways to express your emotions. This is part five, healthy ways to express your emotions. We've been having so much fun. We had so much fun, I even got off and started singing in some of these sessions. (laughs) I just got carried away and just had such a wonderful time. We started singing and like I just wouldn't stop. I was singing every session for a while. If you missed those couple of sessions, man, you missed it. (laughs) But anyway, we've been having a lot of fun. God is concerned about our total man. He's concerned about our spirit, soul, and body. The Bible says that he prayed that, the apostle prayed that we would be preserved, blameless, spirit, soul, and body. Speaks to the three parts of man, spirit, soul, and body. God cares about all of us, all parts of us, and cares about the entire man, our entire lives. And, And so we've been talking about our emotions, healthy ways to express our emotions, healthy ways to express our emotions. Because God doesn't want us to have unhealthy emotions. He doesn't want us to have unhealthy expressions of our emotions. And so we've been sharing healthy ways, healthy ways to express your emotions. We shared a scripture that talked about, it's in the book of Psalms, that talked about pour out your heart before God. Pour out your heart before God. And that was God's way of saying, hey, you can express all of your emotions in a healthy way. Pour out your heart before me. Pour out your heart. So that's a form of expressing our emotions before God. But anyway, we've been sharing a a laundry list of healthy ways to express your emotions. And I'm going to just dive right in. If you have missed some of the prior sessions, you have to go back. Go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen. I've shared countless healthy ways to express your emotions. I'm just going to jump right in and pick up where we left off. Um, Healthy ways to express your emotions. Here's a healthy way is to try something new. Try something new. And that can be 
a new hobby or a new experience. You can learn a new language or you can learn how to play a musical instrument. Learning something new is a way of diverting your brain and it kind of shifts everything and just the excitement of something new. I don't care it could be traveling to a new place because when you get to a new place, now you have to figure everything out. And so actually brain, for your brain health, it is very healthy to learn new things, to do new things. It's healthy for your brain. Take a new way home. Don't just go the same way home all the time. Try something new. Take some back roads. Turn the GPS off. It just, you know, cut it off highways and do something new because that engages your brain in a new way. Your brain, it kicks in the gear and it becomes active and operative again. And so it's vital if you want to avoid dementia, Alzheimer's, is uh, brain doctors all agree that learning something new, doing something new, doing new things is important for your brain health, very important for your brain health. Listen to this scripture, Isaiah 43, 18 and 19 says, Behold, I will do a new thing. This is God. I'll do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? Even God does new things. God does new things. God loves to do things that have never been done before. So God loves to do new things. I love Jesus. When Jesus walked the earth, one of the things Jesus did, he walked on the water. Nobody had ever done that before. And I could see Jesus kind of chuckling on the inside. He knew he was doing something new. Nobody had ever done that before. And he loves doing new things. He loves doing new things. That was his way of saying, hey, do some new things. Just because it's never been done before doesn't mean that you can't do it. Try some new things. Do some new things. I love that. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ... He is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So even our very nature is a new thing. Our very nature is a new thing that God's created. You created a new species of being. When we are recreated, born again, God is doing something new. So God births something new in you. He births something new. Like the old song says, I looked at my hands and they look new. Looked down at my feet and they did too. Don't get me singing now. <laughs> well, God loves to do some new things in our lives. You can do something new. You don't like the way your life has been going? Do something new. Do something new. Allow God to do something fresh and new and exciting in your life. People give up. People cave in. People quit. People ready to die because everything is so doldrum and boring and, you know, just so-so. And they just ease into the grave. That's because you're not doing new things. That's because you're not doing exciting things. It's because you don't have any goals. You don't have any inspiration. That's because you're, you're not striving and you're not achieving and you're not doing and trying and seeing new things. And so it's very important. But that's a healthy way to express your emotions is when you do something new because it engages all of you. It engages you and kind of distracts you. And so it engages you in a new way. So do new things. Then we talked a little bit about gardening. Do some gardening. I brought some pictures of a garden. This is actually one of my cousins. She started gardening recently. 
and she got so excited, and she sent me some pictures. A.V., if you can show those gardening pictures. That's her garden right there in her backyard. Isn't that beautiful? Man, she put that together, and we have a few more pictures there. She put her own garden in her backyard, and she was so excited. I can just hear the excitement coming through my phone, and she was texting me the pictures. She grew those items there. And she even sent me a dinner picture where she had cooked all of that stuff. And yet she didn't invite me to dinner. But anyway. (laughs) But I can tell that she was getting so much relief. She was getting so much enjoyment. She had found something new. And it was very therapeutic to her. It was her way of getting away from everything. It was her way of kind of rebooting herself, and it was a healthy expression of her emotions. And I can just tell how happy it made her and the joy that it gave her just doing some new things and getting involved with gardening. And then here's some other healthy ways to express your emotions. Eat a healthy meal. Eat a healthy meal. A.V., if you can put up the healthy meal. Now, I had been bringing you all pictures of cookies, and so I felt kind of bad about that. I said, man, I've been taking them pictures, bringing all these delicious cookies. I said, I got to take them something healthy. (laughs) So a healthy way to express your emotions, if you want your emotions to be in tip-top shape, then you need to have some healthy meals. Now, that's a breakfast. I was staying with my daughter recently, and that's a breakfast I was making her every morning. I don't know how much she enjoyed it, but I was making it every morning. (laughs) Man, I had apple slices, and I had strawberries, and I had pineapple, and I put some walnuts, and sliced up some banana, I had cantaloupe, I had little orange pieces, and it was just a wonderful breakfast, and I made that every morning. But that's a healthy way to express your emotion is have some healthy meals, healthy meals. Now, I feel so much better since I was showing y'all cookies. I feel so much better that I showed you something healthy. (laughs) Have a healthy meal. Here's another healthy way to express your emotions, and that's to get active, to get active. Man, you can blow off a lot of steam just running or playing a sport or dancing or hitting the gym or hitting a punching bag. Those are healthy ways of expressing your emotions. That's one of the reasons I play basketball, because I get to let my opponents have it. (laughs) I get to have uninhibited emotions. I let them have it. I let them know who's the king of the court. (laughs) And it's healthy for me because I get a chance to release all that pent-up talent that I have. (laughs) But anyway, getting active is a healthy way of expressing your emotions. A.V., if you can show the video. I brought a video of a young man in the gym. He's showing you healthy ways to express his emotion. (laughs) That's Christian, if you you all can't see him. That's Christian. Listen to the emotion. Did you hear the emotion he's letting out? He was expressing his emotion. Play the next one. You got it. Uh-huh. You got it. Nice, nice. Up, 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 up. You got it, you got it, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Now, I wish you could see his face. He's letting out a lot of emotions. When I watched, I said, man, he's letting out a lot of emotions. <laughs> so working out, hitting the gym, that's a healthy way of expressing your emotions. Something about when you're pushing that weight out, you just got to yell. It just makes you yell, makes you scream, makes you grunt. You got, and that's a healthy way of, of expressing your emotions. So getting active, running, playing a sport, dancing, hitting the gym, all those are healthy ways of expressing your emotions. Here's another healthy way of expressing emotions. If you're ever at work or if you're somewhere where you can't yell and you get a little tense or somebody has upset you, here's a little secret. Go to the restroom and splash cold water on your face. That's a healthy way of expressing your emotions. Go to the restroom, just get some cold water, throw it all over your face. It does something to you. It does something to your psyche. It does something to your emotions. It allows you to relax. It allows you to to get rid of the pent-up feelings that you have at the moment. And it's kind of a secret way, but it's a healthy way of releasing your emotions. And so I've seen people lose their job because they lost it on the work site. If they'd only had this way where they went to the restroom and poured cold water on their face, it would have saved their employment. But I've seen countless people lose their job because they lost it. And they let somebody have a piece of their mind. I've even seen them as far as have physical altercations. But if they'd only listened to this message, they would have known to go to the restroom (laughs) and splash some cold water on your face. It does something. It kind of shocks you. It shocks the system, makes you wake up. Gives you a chance to analyze, gives you a chance to calm down. Praise God. Splash cold water on your face. Go to the restroom, put some cold water on your face. Here's another healthy way of expressing your emotions, and that's to get out in nature. Get out in nature. Get out in nature. A.V., if you have the Sweetwater, this is Sweetwater Park. My family and I, we went there. We just woke up one Saturday and said, let's go to the park. Get out in nature. Listen to this. Listen to the water. Listen to what that does for your nerves. Listen what it does for your psyche. You can feel the peace and the tranquility and the calm and the serenity. That's my youngest daughter. She wanted to get even closer to the water. Be careful now. She climbed all the way out. She wanted to get even closer to it. But that's a healthy way of expressing your emotions, just to get out in nature, listen to the water, listen to the birds. Feel the sunshine. Take a walk. It does something. It kind of resets you. Resets you biologically and does something for your psyche. Causes you to relax. And then try to get in places even where you can take your shoes off and walk barefooted. Man, your nerve endings end in your feet. And so, you know, some reflexologist said that every part of your body is connected to your feet. To the bottom of your feet is connected to every part of your body. And so you just get a chance to... Take your shoes off and your socks off. Walk barefooted in the grass, in the dew, or in the sand on the beach, or whatever. 
That resets you. That resets you. That does something to your psyche. It does something to your body. That's a healthy way of expressing your emotions. And here's another one. Play with an animal. Play with an animal. A.B., if you have the next picture. Now, this is Pastor James' son, John. He's playing with his dog. Play with an animal. And if you look closely at his face, you'll see he's smiling. He's actually laughing. Something about it. You just can't play with a dog like that and frown at the same time. You can't be angry while you're doing that. That's a healthy way of expressing your emotions. Play with an animal. And here's another one. I was staying with my daughter recently, as I mentioned, and she works from home probably about four days a week. One day I walked into her home office, and I sat down at her desk, and she had the most beautiful music playing softly. Now, my daughter is a psychologist, so she obviously already knew this, and she was putting it into practice, but a healthy way to express your emotions is to play music. And I noticed at her workstation, she had soft music playing in the background. And as I sat there in her chair, man, it felt like all the weight of the world just left me. I felt so relaxed. I mean, I just melted. I said, man, I could work all day because it makes me feel so light and so peaceful and joyful. She had tapped into a secret there. But like I said, she's a psychologist, so she knew this. A.V., I brought a sample of her music. This is a sample of her music that she was playing. Listen to music. Listen to the music, the right type of music. Listen to the right type of music. It relaxes you. It calms you. brings a peace. We have the Words for Healing CD. It's perfect for that. You can play the Words for Healing. Man, it'll just calm you right down. So serene. Listen to music. That's a healthy way of expressing your emotions. Man, every care in the world just went out the window when I just sat at her desk. And I said, wow, no wonder she can work so beautifully and so dutifully and be so pleasant and so nice and so inspired because she sets an atmosphere. She sets an atmosphere. So listen to music. It was what David did. He played the harp for Saul. Saul understood this principle and he was troubled by an evil spirit and he sent for David to play the harp. And it began to ease him, began to relax him, began to bring peace to him. So it's an ancient technique, listen to music. In fact, I heard a creation scientist. You won't find it in the Bible, but he worked for a creation museum. He said something very interesting. He said, before the flood, before the flood disrupted creation, there was music automatically in the atmosphere. There was music in the atmosphere. So when Adam and Eve would walk out, they could hear music in the atmosphere. Wow, isn't that awesome? I said, man, that is so awesome. He was a creation scientist, worked at a creation museum, but he talked about before the flood, before the fall of man, God had built music in the atmosphere. Man, that's good. And 
Here's another one. Set boundaries for yourself. Set boundaries for yourself. Learn to say no. Learn to say no. Know your limits. Don't always feel obligated to do everything to be everything to everybody. You can't do it all. You can't be everything to everybody. Learn to say no. You have to set limits for yourself. You have to set limits for yourself. Learn to say no. Here's something I like. Somebody read this greeting card. It says, when life gets overwhelming, this is what the greeting card said. It says, when life gets overwhelming, I found a nice long hot bath can solve most of the day's problems. And then when you opened up the greeting card, what it said on the inside, it said, I've been in here since last Thursday. (laughs) And then here's one, here's one. I'm trying to finish up today. Get under the word, get under the word, get under God's word. Especially when you have a wounded heart or despair or you've gone through pain or inner grieving, some type of hurt. So important when you're in that fragile state to get under the spout of God's word. You can go to brothersoftheword.com and you can click listen live and it'll play continuously. We have a 24-7 radio that'll just, it'll play one message after another. So when you're in a vulnerable state where you've been hurt you've been injured, or you're distraught or distressed, you feel discouraged, get under the spout of God's word, and you let it minister to you, you just stay under it, stay under it. Because you're in a fragile emotional state, it is so important to be pouring life into your spirit, into your mind, into your body. So you get under the spout of God's word, and you just listen you listen, and you listen, and you listen. If people did that, it would prevent suicide. But because people are fragmented, they don't pour into them, then they end up taking their life. But if they were in that state, if they would just get under the continuous pouring of God's word and just stay under it, just stay under it, stay under it, stay under it, stay under it. Oh, it'll start bringing courage. It'll start bringing healing. It'll start bringing inspiration. It'll start bringing hope. It'll start bringing healing. You stay under the spout of God's word. Listen to this. This scripture says, heaviness, this is Proverbs 12, 25, says, heaviness in the heart of man maketh it stoop, but a good word maketh it glad. Heaviness in the heart of man makes your heart stoop carries you into depression, in other words. But a good word makes it glad. So you stay under God's word. It'll bring you out of depression. It'll bring you out of depression. If people stayed under the word, they wouldn't need to take as much depression medication. I'm not against medication at all. And, you know, if your doctor has you on it, you do what you're prescribed to do. But I'm just saying... If you got under, just based on what the Bible says, heaviness in the heart makes it stoop, makes you depressed, but a good word makes it glad. You just got under the spout of God's word, hope, joy, peace, all those things will begin to rise up in you. You will feel alive again. Oh man, isn't God awesome? I just love that. I love that. I'm going to stop right here. I'm done actually. This was the last part in this little series.
Let me give you this final acronym before we leave. This is from the Mental Health America. They use the acronym PATH, P-A-T-H, PATH. An acronym stands for, the P stands for pause. Instead of acting on your feelings right away, you stop and think things through. Count to 100 or say the alphabet backwards. So the P is for pause. A is for acknowledge. Acknowledge what you are feeling. Are you mad at someone? Are you feeling disappointed? Were you hurt by something that happened? You acknowledge. The T means think, stands for think. Think about how you can make yourself better. And then the H is help. Do something that will help that you just thought about. So you think about how you can make yourself better. Then help is actually doing one of those things that you just thought about. And I've given you in this series, I've given you a long list. I don't know, I probably gave... 35, 40 different healthy ways to express your emotions. And so you think back over that list and say, what is it I can do to make myself better? And then you help by acting on one of those things. Praise God. Those of you who are watching live online or or joining us by television, I want you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this entire series absolutely free of charge, healthy ways to express your emotions, parts one through five. And you can also email it to a friend. But thank you so much for joining us at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was part five of the series titled Healthy Ways to Express Your Emotions by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7987. That's 7987. To listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 7987 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to BrothersOfTheWord.com often because, brother, you need the word. Brothers of the Word.